Hello and welcome. This is my very first podcast episode of Stop, Drop, and Nourish. My name is Lauren Baca. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and herbalist who specializes in utilizing a combination of bioenergetic testing and functional labs to help my clients find innate health through root cause solutions. My first podcast is going to be an introduction to bioenergetics and bioenergetic testing. I wanted to prioritize this episode because I get so many people asking about the what, the why, and the how of this technology, so I thought this would be a great time to dive in. Bioenergetic testing came onto my radar when I was looking for solutions outside of what I could get through my main functional testing route. I was dealing with so many symptoms at this time, horrible anxiety, intrusive thoughts, gut disturbances, body rashes, hair loss, weight gain. I mean, the list was extensive. It was really hard to put all the pieces together, and even doctors were a dead end, aside from offering me the all-too-common anti-anxiety medications. I had the ability to run my own functional labs, but these alone didn't really provide a true holistic perspective into what was happening in my body as a whole symbiotic system. In the past, I had an inkling that I should get tested for Lyme disease. As a child, I spent a lot of time in the Northern California woodlands, and when I was traveling through Europe after graduating high school, I was pretty positive I had a tick bite. The standard route of testing amongst Western practitioners commonly utilizes two tests. One is the enzyme-linked immunosorbent assay, and the second is the Western blot. The first test I mentioned has a high rate of both false positives and negatives. I took it twice, and along with an inconclusive Western blot, my doctor didn't want to entertain that Lyme disease could be a possibility for me at all but yet provided me no answers as to the why behind my increasingly demanding mysterious symptoms. So in comes bioresonance testing, and within the first test, I resonated with stealth infections like Lyme from Borrelia burgdorferi, Bartonella, and Babesia, common co-infections that often come together with the Lyme pathogen itself and are often diagnosed together as Lyme disease. Within five months of following my protocols based on this information, I was 90% better and I was able to continue to grow my practice and support others with mysterious symptoms. Furthermore, after seeing my own progression with this type of testing, I began to get my family tested. Many of them were a bit skeptical, totally rightly so, but I remember scanning my family members and being able to see how every job a particular family member had 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 impacted his health from the environmental perspective. He had a history of working in the agricultural landscape on both tree and pomegranate farms, and he also worked as a teenager in a tile company. Everything on his scan pinpointed specific chemicals that he knew he had used while employed. And to say the least, we were both impressed. The thing about bioenergetics is that this type of testing shows us the whole picture, which functional testing, as much as I love it, as well as allopathic testing alone often can't provide unless someone wants to spend thousands of dollars running a gamut of different types of tests. This type of testing radically improved how I was able to support my clients. So naturally, I dove into training to be able to utilize this to its full capacity. Sadly, the type of clients that search out this type of testing are those who have exhausted every other option. I would love for that to be turned around. 
I mean, 80% of my clients in totality have come to me because they have no other options left. It would be great to see clients come in before they hit their rock bottoms, but this is often where I have to pick clients up from because they didn't find this type of support earlier. Something that I really cherish about this testing is that we can find things that might not come up on a standard blood test or a standard stool test. The amount of money that people spend playing the guessing game is an incredible amount. And so my mission is to build and support a roadmap for my clients that takes into account what is really going on and how the body wants to be approached. I mean, it's great information to know that someone has Lyme disease or that they're dealing with mold toxicity, for example, but is their body ready to tackle an infection or a toxin at those initial stages? That's a really important question. Do they need pre-work, such as supporting the organ systems or strengthening the body's reserves? What about the nervous system? I've never built the same protocol twice, and I say that to help everyone understand that our bodies are bio-individual. All these detoxes, programs, are built for the masses, and they could never truly capture the complexity of your individuality. These are important things to keep in mind when you're considering spending your last, you know, 200 or 300 bucks on the latest diet detox. Another question I get is, what can we glean from this type of testing? So the system I personally use has hundreds of thousands of potentials within it, and we're always adding more information. The system can pull up a slew of things, including heavy metals, parasites, fungus and mold, bacterial strains, viruses, vaccines, nutritional deficiencies, organ system function, cavitations, allergies. I mean, you get it. It's it's a lot. Another thing I really like that it does is that it provides supplement recommendations or homeopathic recommendations or herbal recommendations that are supportive specifically for that client being tested. But as I mentioned earlier, this information is all beautiful. It's great to know what is in the body causing issues, what's backing the system up, but it's the how. How do we go about it? That's what I really admire. I had one client who came to me with a long-standing candida infection. She had ran tons of testing. She had spent over 10 grand with five different practitioners, all who had put her on protocols to specifically kill candida. When we ran her testing, we definitely saw that this candida infection did resonate. But what also resonated was that she had a backed-up drainage system. She wasn't properly detoxifying or removing things that needed to be removed from her system. She also had a lot of heavy metals showing up and strong resignation of parasites. I knew addressing candida alone wasn't going to be the answer for her. That's what she had tried many, many times prior with all her other practitioners. So what we did was we started to address her drainage system. We put on an extensive 90-day protocol for her parasites and then went in and cleaned up any heavy metals that were present. And I kid you not, her candida went away on its own, and we didn't even target it. Another client of mine had mysterious symptoms for years, went through every doctor and specialist that she could find, and had no support. Through our testing, we uncovered that she was resonating with Lyme. And at this point, she couldn't get up from bed. She was really, really in bad shape. And within eight months, I believe it was eight months, she was going on hikes and she started a dream business. I mean, I tell you these things because 
Our bodies are whole ecosystems and it really needs to be addressed in its totality. Another thing I like to mention is that this type of testing is great to use in a preventative way. Conventional testing often has to wait until something becomes much more of a problem before it can get picked up at the cellular level. Bioenergetic testing can pick up things before they become larger systemic issues. And these chronic degenerative diseases that are really the plague of our current healthcare system, things like cardiovascular disease, cancer, they don't often have quote-unquote symptoms until you're to the point where things are a lot more serious. This type of testing is so subtle that its job is to pick up what is happening at the atomic level before things become a systemic issue where the cells are firing and wiring this information across the whole body. To say that everything starts at an energetic level sounds very new age. But if anyone here has studied biophysics, you might understand that in order to understand the mechanisms of how molecules of life work, we have to understand the underlying factors at play. The physical sciences, which I love, works to understand things at that level of the molecule, the cell, the organism, the ecosystem, which is definitely complex. But biophysics addresses the communication at play before these larger systems get a hold of data. Questions such as, how do nerve cells communicate? What is hidden within the transfer of capturing light and transforming it into energy in plants? How do changes to our DNA affect healthy cells and communicate them to turn into rogue or cancerous cells? These are questions that biology has employed other areas of science to help them fully comprehend. Everything starts at an atomic level, so this is where we should start to navigate our attention. Disease does not just begin with pathology, but sadly, that's where our medical model is. I'm telling you right now, there is a preclinical phase. So I wanted to take some time next to talk about what does this testing look like for a client? Clients first start by sending in their samples. This includes hair, urine, nails, and saliva. If I'm testing someone in person, which I rarely do, samples are not needed and clients simply hold electrodes that make sure and make sure that any devices that they're that are connected to the internet that give off electromagnetic frequencies, cell phones, Apple watches, that all of these are placed away from their body. Regardless of whether a person is physically present or if I'm testing their samples, the rules still apply that I'm going to explain. So there is a negative frequency baseline. And we introduce a current, which is a positive input, which is hooked up to a meter and has a signal generator. Everything that is plugged into this meter will be picked up as a circuit of energy. The amount of current that passes through a cellular structure, whether this is an organ, a gland, a system, reveals the functional status of that tissue. In the published paper, An Introduction to Human Biophoton Emission, it's explained that biophoton emissions are a spontaneous emission of resonant light that emanates from all living systems. This includes you and me as human beings, as well as the plethora of pathogens. These emissions of light are linked to endogenous, that means happening within, within you, within your body, 
with the endogenous production of excited states within the system. Furthermore, the modern biofield theory speaks about electromagnetic interactions between cells for the purpose of control and information transfer. This is called non-chemical communication because it happens at a distance. So these light particles are constantly providing information across a connected biological system. And these spontaneous emissions of light are an extension of the functional state of a living organism. And its measurement, therefore, can be used to assess one's state of health. In 2012, MIT also put out a paper titled Biophoton Communication, Can Cells Talk Using Light? In this paper, it explained that via molecular processes, light photons are emitted and transported to the surface of a cell by energy-carrying excitons, which is just a term used to explain a bound state of an electron. But these excitons are used as precursors to cellular processes downstream. I thought that was some really fun information to provide just because you guys can go ahead and look up these papers, look up these articles, and read them for yourself and see what you think. The system I use will take input provided from a client and scan through various systems, right? Such as the small intestine, the large intestine, lymphatic system, the respiratory system, and so on. These systems will give us pinpointed information from the pathways. So say I test a client and their liver is weakened. I want to ask, is the stress within the liver itself or is it along something like the liver meridian that runs all the way up to the optical nerve? It's common that I see clients with liver or gallbladder insufficiencies have issues with their eyesight as well. So just because one area is weak does not mean the weakness originated in that specific place. It's really eye-opening to me that fatigue, headaches, obesity, irritability, these have become so commonplace that we are starting to just glance over them as if they're normal. How many times have you heard someone say that they should expect to feel a certain way just because they're getting older? Our body's going to go through wear and tear, but we're not defined to feel like crap. People begin to follow the protocols based on their data provided through these types of testing, and sometimes they're surprised at how quickly their state of well-being returns. Some of them never thought that they could even be headache-free, or never imagined having more energy, because they thought these things were just their baseline normal. More than half of the people I speak with have what I call functional disturbances, a disturbance that occurs with no specific tissue, or organ damage, and that can't be identified by conventional lab work or pathologic diagnosis. My heart really lies here in prevention. Like, what would it look like if we didn't have to go to medications as the only known option? I'll never forget the sight of my grandparents taking 15-plus pharmaceuticals daily just to keep them functioning, and how none of them ever addressed the cause of their issues, which eventually took their lives. And so... The reason I'm so passionate about this type of testing is because it provides the specific roadmap for the individual person. And it's this roadmap that is exactly what their body is calling for to get back into a state of innate health.
listener, if you made it to the end of this podcast, I just want to say thank you so, so much for listening. It truly means a lot. I know this was my first podcast and I'm still definitely learning the ins and outs of all of this, but I truly appreciate you being here. If you felt like any of this information was something that others would benefit from, please go ahead and take a snapshot of this podcast and maybe upload it to your Instagram. Give us a little caption at my Instagram handle at plantifallyloren and give us a shout out. I would really, really appreciate it. I hope to, in the next coming weeks, start uploading some juicy content on specific topics and maybe get some really exciting guests here. So as of now, this is the beginning, but who knows what's to come. So thank you so much and have a great, fantastic day.